That's Sue Smith with Night Skies from Tonight We Sail, a wonderful new album with the Potion Kings, a gorgeous blend of rock, jazz, blues and roots, which has an incredible groove, which you'd expect from a fabulous group of musicians coming together to do what they do. And it also has some really great songs. What can I tell you? It's a winner. They've really knocked this one out of the park. And an album I'm sure will feature in my favourite albums of 2021. To learn more about the project, we're pleased to welcome Sue Smith to Folk Roots Radio. It's great to have you join us today. Hey, Jan. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me. You know, I've got to say, I have goosebumps with this album. I mean, it, it's hot. <laughs> It's hard to explain how good it is. In fact, I feel like I need to buy a thousand copies myself and then just hand them out to people because it really <laughs> is that good. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you. That gives me goosebumps. Yeah. No, it's just awesome. And and I know that this is a project that was long in the development for a variety of different reasons. We're going to talk about the project in depth in a, in a few minutes, but you must be pretty pleased with with the way things have gone, I know you had a little launch on your birthday, which was just this past week. Yeah. Uh, you've got a big show coming up uh, fairly soon, which we'll talk about a little later. But you must be pretty happy with the way that this album has been introduced so far. Yeah, I'm thrilled, Jen. I'm just thrilled. Um, I love it. I'm very happy with it. It's, um, you know, as I think all albums, they're labors of love and when it comes time to um, release them, you, you know, you just want them to go far and wide. I really want people to hear it. And, uh, you know, it's an easy project to stand behind because, <laughs> you know, I'm very happy with it. Now the, the job is to get it out into the world and, and get people to hear it, get it to people's ears. Well, I know we've had this standing joke about me asking you when the next album is coming. You know, that's not really a fair thing to say because it's not like you're not very productive. You're involved in a, you know, a lot of different projects. You know, you're, you're constantly busy. I want to put a plug in for your website at suesmith.ca now if people want to see how busy you are. This album, though, it's the follow-up to I'm So from 2006. So, you know, we could say there's been a little bit of a gap, but when I listen to it, what I get is how much skill has got into, you know, picking the songs that ended up on the album, making the decision to, to work with the, the Potion Kings. It, it, to me, it feels like everything's come together for this project. Yeah, it feels like that for me as well, Jen. It came about in a really, really beautiful way. You know, I know the Potion Kings uh, for many years. They're a band that played a lot of community stuff in Allura, like crazy, crazy dances. Their their New Year's Eve shows were legendary, um, and Halloween shows, legendary as well. The band is, you know, uh, an astonishing container of, of talent, they're amazing players, you know, Kevin and Jeff and Randall and Howie. Bringing them um, together for the album, it was a bit of a dream come true, you know, for me to have the opportunity, to take the opportunity to bring them into a studio and record. You know, they're they're fabulous players, so you can get a lot done with fabulous players. So my first session, I I went in with 25 songs. 
a little bit as a joke. Um, and, you know, when we were driving over to the session, Jeff said, you know, you should be really happy if you get three songs today. And I said, ha, 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 I'm, I'm going for 25. And at the end of the day, we had 10 tracks that we, we got. And um, I did a second session with them a couple of months later, and we got an additional eight tracks. So we had 18 songs to work with. And uh, since those, you know, the recording sessions that started it all off, Jeff and I have been working on this at home and listening and choosing, really, choosing and editing and adding a little bit of uh, instrumentation and doing some editing. You know, the Potion Kings, what they're famous for is uh, long, extended jam-out sessions and improvising and turning on a dime and changing the groove midstream, and it's just so fluid and it's so fiery. So in making this project, I one of my questions was, you know, how I want the Potion Kings, and and yet it's also, it's my songs, so what's the balance between, um, you know, delivering the song, honoring the song, and honoring the band? So what you hear on the album is, um, you know, the the result, the decision, the balance of, of questions around those, those things. And um, you will hear some improvisation, and you'll hear that magical ensemble playing that they do. I think in the end, it's a really fabulous balance. Um, we, we hear the Potion Kings, their, their signature alchemy, and we hear the songs that I've written. Another interesting thing about the project, Jan, is you know, you know me, I'm a harmony singer um, from way back. <laughs> and, I, you know, a lot of my, my musical work is around vocal harmony, vocal harmony, which I adore. In this project, you know, I, I we did the bed tracks, and then I thought, okay, I've got all these arrangements. I'm going to add on, you know, all this vocal harmony. And I started doing that, and, um, and then, I, you know, it was just like, okay, no, this is not the direction. This is not where this project is going to go. And I took it all, took it all back, and we kind of recognized that this project is really about a singer and a band, that's kind of the essence of it, you know? It's a singer in a four-piece band. The debut album is piano-based writing. Like, that's where all the songs came from. And and then I used that to make my bed tracks. And on this record, I really, really did not want to play the piano. I wanted to let the Potion Kings be the band. And then I was the singer. There were no rehearsals. And we just went in the studio. Jeff knew the songs as the bass player. Kevin had never heard most of them, ever. And he would just look at this very basic chart, like not even a lead sheet, just lyrics and a chord chart. And he'd kind of look at it and say, mm, okay, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. And then we would discuss as a band tempo, vibe, feel, a little bit about structure, and then we'd do takes. And these songs that you're hearing, well, swinging, that was one take. We got that in one take. <laughs> That's the thing, like, that's the thing of how these guys play. They're just so good, and they're so inventive. And, you know, if we did a second take, well, it would be different. Like, it, Kevin would change things up and take a different approach. So when we were listening to it at home, Jeff really wanted me to play organ on it. He said, come on, come on, come on, you got to try, like, put some stuff down here. Let's just see how it goes. So that's what I did, Jan. I played organ, and I... 
again, it was really just so fun because I didn't really rehearse it. I just played. I mean, I know the songs. They're my songs. But playing organ is really different than playing piano. And I I just played. And then this really cool stuff came. And we just said, yeah, we're going to keep that. <laughs> so that's the case on Met Him on a Train. Um, and, well, there's there's several others that I added. Aware, aware, I added keyboard. So that was really, really fun for me to kind of, you know, jump off the cliff and, and play organ, which is not something I, I do a lot of. You know, all, all along the way, these decisions were made around, um, okay, where to go, where to take it, based on listening and, and, <laughs> and really being so happy about what we were hearing. When we first got it home, Jed, I have to tell you, I was really, really nervous to open it up and listen to the the tracks. That's just who I am. I was just really scared. And and Jeff said, well, you know, think of it this way. It's like opening up a box of chocolates. (laughs) And so we opened up the first track and listened to it, which I think was Night Skies. And we just kind of sat back and... And kind of sighed and go, holy, this is, this is fantastic. We knew we had this beautiful thing that had been captured, which is the ensemble playing and the treatment of the song. Yeah, um, I'm very happy with it. I think you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm very happy with it, too. And, you know, Night Skies was the first track that I really connected with. Though I've got to say, 11 tracks on the album, they are all wonderful. But Night Skies has this incredible dreamy quality to it and the way it builds. And, you know, this is the sort of album that if I'd been, you know, as a kid, I would have sat and listened to in the dark. I would have said, okay, this is the way to listen to this album. And it's interesting because the album does have like a nighttime feel to it. With some of the choice of tracks, we're going to play another one that kind of goes with that. But with Night Skies, I want to put a plug in for the video that you had made with Christine White produced a video for you for Night Skies, which I'm going to link to on the website because it's a beautiful video. Mm-hmm. And it really complements the music. But, you know, the the wonderful playing, you know, from your partner, Jeff Bird on bass, got Kevin Bright on guitar. I mean, my God, Kevin Bright is just an amazing guitarist. Randon Coriel on drums, and then Howie Southwood on percussion. It is just a fabulous album. Now, interestingly, I think the songs on the album, um, I think you were working with, what, 25 different potential songs at the start that go all the way back to, uh, I think, the 90s, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And were these the songs that you were just waiting for the right opportunity? I mean, is that like the band thing that you wanted to get together with a band like the Potion Kings to really do them justice? I wanted to get together with the Potion Kings for the adventure. I wanted to say, where are these songs going to go? You know, and the songs I chose on my list um, were from my catalog. Songs, some have been recorded elsewhere, and I really wanted to hear what they would do with them. I did write a couple of songs specifically for our sessions because I realized, oh my goodness, I've got, like, this is a Cadillac of, of bands. So I wrote a couple of songs specifically for the second session, one of which ended up on the album. That's One Step, Two Step. That's a great song. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. You know what? I, I, that song, I mean, I tend towards the melancholy. I understand that. Um, but that song, to me, it's like, I realized as I was singing it, it's like, it's like my Me Too song. 
it's like a, a self-awareness and um, contextual. Um, it's like a letting go of a facade, and um, you know, it's about being real, present, being present in one situation. the road. 
That's Sue Smith with One Step, Two Step from Tonight We Sail, her wonderful new album with the Potion Kings. It's an absolutely fabulous recording, which is why it's such a pleasure to have Sue Smith join us on Folk Roots Radio to chat about the project and the wonderfully poetic songs that she has written throughout her career and decided to bring to this album. Yeah, the catalog is 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 wide. You know, I've been writing songs for a long time, and um, I really chose songs that I I love, um, I'm happy with, and I I just really wanted to hear what what the Potion Kings would do with them. It's just absolutely absolutely beautiful. I want to go back to the album and play another one of my favorite songs, and I got to say, yeah, eleven tracks, nine Sue Smith originals. There's a wonderful. Tom Petty cover of Swinging and also Robbie Robertson's Ophelia's on there. Now, there's just, you know, so many choices we were discussing before we came to the interview today. Well, what, you know, we're going to play three songs on this episode, but definitely more on Folk Roots Radio. It's hard to pick, but I want to go back and play If I Am Sleeping because this has a wonderful, some wonderful keyboards from you. I want to give you a chance to to talk about the song because it also uh, gives a uh, a chance for you to bring in one of the two backing vocalists on the album. That song, it's an old song, Jan, and it's very, um, it, it's again, it's a bit about a dream state and about an awakening again of self. And it's a bit about, I mean, to me, it's a bit about an awakening to um, the universal or the, the archetypal. So um, I reference the goddess of the hearth i am the i am the and being the fire i am the fire upon the hearth so it's um it's kind of uh, to me about the emergence of of self of consciousness through an awakening process and it's couched in that image of being asleep and and then you know coming to the state of being awake so it's as simple as that. It's very simple. It's three three verses. When we recorded it, um, <laughs> Kevin, bless him, Kevin brought out a pedal and he said, "I've never used this one before. I'm not even sure what it does." And he and he plugged it in, and it was this like crazy roiling, boiling, like uh, steaming um, iterations of of resonations of the guitar, and it was just magical what that did to the song. Show up my story 
That's Sue Smith and the Potion Kings with If I Am Sleeping from her truly fabulous new album. It is entitled Tonight We Sail. Sue Smith's our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. I want to actually um, put a shout out for the illustrator and the cover image for this album because I think it really brings it all together. Uh, Sue, can you talk a little bit about the people involved? Yeah, sure thing. Um, the cover painting is called Ghost Boat 2, and it's a painting by Julie Wynne Summerfield, who is based in uh, Amsterdam, 
And Julie is someone I know because she used to run a restaurant in Guelph years ago where we all played, you know. It was a little club, and and we all played music there as we were coming up. And um, Julie moved to Paris with her partner to to pursue painting, and she's been in Europe for a long time now, 30 years or so. I saw Julie's kind of a collection of her new work uh, because when Jeff tours in Europe, he would visit Julie, and she sent home a book of her work, I guess, a couple of years ago, the last time Jeff played in Europe. And in this book, I was just mesmerized by her paintings. I hadn't seen the work in quite a while, and I dug in deeper and I went on her website and I found this image, the uh, the ghost boat, and it just, well, you know, it just shouted out to me like, "Hello, I'm here." And so, you know, I, I made arrangements with Julie to use the image uh, for the cover. And to me, it, it speaks to the emergence of. Um, it, it's about emerging through the night. It's about traveling. It's about you know, a boat is. Um, a means of staying afloat, of staying alive. Um, it gets us through long journeys, and uh, I just find it very evocative. So that's Julie Wynn Summerfield, the painting. Nick Crane, the fabulous Nick Crane. Nick did the artwork on the album cover and all the, you know, all the branding materials for it. And um, oh, I adore Nick, and I adore his work. And uh, he he did the cover, bringing together all the various elements and. Um, you know, I, I think it's quite, uh, it's clear and elegant, and I'm really, I'm happy with how it presents the project. Um, there's photography on there, on the on the album, on the CD, by Tom King and Jeff Bird, and um, yeah, that's, that's it in a nutshell, Jen. Well, it's a fabulous package. I, I have to ask, are you going to make a vinyl version of this album? Because... <laughs> With the incredible playing on it. And, you know, the, I, I just love the, the, I love the space. I mean, you, it's funny because, you know, you talked earlier about, uh, you know, archetypes and, you know, the the spiritual side of this. And the, the space that the band give these songs is just incredible. Uh, and I think vinyl would really do it justice. Yeah, I, I, I tell you, I did go so far as to price out vinyl <laughs> and, you know, did some research with them. Um, you know, different plants in, in the process. So it's not like it's off the table, but uh, there's no immediate plans to make vinyl, but it's definitely a consideration. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that once the buzz on this album grows, that will be something that people will be begging you to do because <laughs> I, I truly think I truly think it's fabulous. Now, we've talked about the project. We didn't actually mention that it was, um, a lot, the recording sessions were at, uh, the Cottage, which is uh, Scott Merritt's wonderful studio. We should just make sure we don't forget to say that. But yes. we've got a big show coming up because you're going to be playing at the River Run on March the 26th. Yes. Um, it's an interesting time we're living in. Obviously, it's the we're in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. So it's going to be a live stream virtual show. Um, the River Run has done a few of these in uh, the last few months, they're becoming quite a thing because not only for the people in Guelph, but everywhere people yes. can uh, watch this show. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about what people can expect when they, they catch this show on the 26th. Right. Well, um, you know, we are just so lucky 
to get onto that big stage and to um, you know be in the in the hands of the uh, tech and professional staff at the River Run, you know, lights and sound, and um, and we have a great director, Scott McGovern. So basically, Jen, we're making it's like making a TV show, right? Um, it's a telecast, so it's it's not. I mean, we'll be playing live. That's the biggest, most important thing. The Potion Kings and me, we get to be in there playing live, which I like. I can hardly wait. It's um. You know, to be able to be in a room and play music live with others is, you know, it's it's a small miracle in in COVID. So of course, there's all kinds of COVID protocols and separations and screens and uh, distancing. And um, uh, you know, I feel that our our safety is first and foremost in this process. Um, but we, I, the big thing, Jen, we get to play live. So what I'm really excited about is we will be playing all of the uh, songs of the album, but you know what? <laughs> They're going to be, you know, new iterations because that's what the Potion Kings do. There's going to be this, like, wonderful, fiery energy of, um, you know, creating in the moment and some improvisation around delivering these songs. So... The audience, you know, you're going to hear the songs live. So hearing these things live, you're going to witness and hear the, um, I mean, the, the incredible gift that we get to share of, of being able to be on a stage playing together in the moment. And then I think they'll leave the, they'll post the video up for some more time. So if people can't attend in real time, on the Friday night, they can tune in and, and watch the post. Um, yeah, so I'm, you know, creating um, creating a show with a fabulous team. And I think you're also going to have Gwen Swick is also going to be uh, yeah, singing with you. That's right. Gwen Swick is going to join. She'll be singing. And Gwen sang on the album on a couple of tracks. And, um, you know, Gwen and I have a long history I see Gwen as a mentor, and uh, I'm so glad that she was able to come and sing on this recording. And, you know, what Gwen brings in her voice and her arrangement sensibilities, she brings this very ethereal quality. It's always like, uh, to me, it feels like gossamer wings, you know, just wrapping up the the song. So, um, yeah, I'm really happy that uh, Gwen will be joining us that night. Well, it promises to be a fabulous show. Now, if people are interested in signing up, you need to sign up for the Spotlight newsletter at the River Run, but you get to learn about all of the wonderful shows that take place at the River Run in Guelph. Just head to riverrun.ca. I think you probably have a link on your website as well. Do you as well, Sue? Yeah, I do, Jan. And I want to remind people that there's there's no paywall on this show. Um, the River Run is offering this up at no charge, so there's no cost uh, to attend. And <laughs> there's endless, um, endless capacity. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be a fabulous show. I'm certainly excited, very much looking forward to, to that. Remember, that is Friday, March the 26th at 8 p.m. But as Sue mentioned, you will be able to catch the show after that date for at least a week or so afterwards. More information on the music of Sue Smith, go to suesmith.ca. We're going to get ready to play our final song. The only thing I want to say is this album really needs to 
to be spread far and wide. And I hope that people will seriously think about award nominations for it because it's fabulous. I would say somebody needs to send it for a Juno. It is that good. Uh, it needs to be heard. We're going to finish with another one of my favorite songs from the album. And remember, 11 tracks, and I had trouble picking three to play. But we're going to play Met Him on a Train. Tell us about this song, Sue. Again, it's another older song from my catalog. It has been recorded elsewhere, and uh, it's a blues song. And it's, you know, it's the journey. It's it's my train song, you know, about what happens on a train and the journey and... Um, Oh, you know, it's quite sensual, I think, and it's the treatment that the band gave it. It's heavy, like the groove is heavy, and then you've got Kevin. Like Kevin Solo, Kevin is the train engine, like he he just plays that. And then you've got Nick Crane adding gorgeous backup vocals on this, and, you know, this kind of lazy sexy ooh thing and uh and then at the end you've got this wild tale out that um you know Kevin played and played and played and then um when Nick sang back up he just really latched on to you know Kevin's fire and he started singing with Kevin so you can hear a bit of that in the tale so it's you know it's a blues song it's very simple structure and it's you know <laughs> crying the blues but you know Jan I do want to take this moment I want to acknowledge that as a kid the most formative music really for me that I was hearing it was out of Detroit I was hearing Motown and I want to acknowledge like all the the black artists who were so their work was so formative in my um my musical inspirations and and my development and what really really caught me so so this this blues song you know it's it's informed by by well as any song is it's informed by your life it's informed by your influences and i need to acknowledge that a big part of my musical influence is you know, Marvin Gaye and Stevie Wonder and the Supremes and Wilson Pickett and um on and on. So, um yeah, and here we here we come to this song that I wrote, uh a story that um I put together, I experienced and uh set it into this and then the Potion Kings just took it deeper. They certainly did. It's a fabulous song from a fabulous album. And I got to remind people, you need to get a copy of this. I will definitely be dipping into this album again on other episodes of Folk Roots Radio because it's just just wonderful. Sue, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. And thank I, you, Jan. I, thank you. It is totally my pleasure to speak with you. And hey, Jan, I got the album done. You said when is it coming? <laughs> it took me a while, but I got it done. And um, and thank you for this wonderful chat together. Oh, I'll definitely be badgering you about the the next one. You mentioned twenty five <laughs> songs. I'm sure there's another one. There's a few more interesting songs that you and the Potion Kings to work on. This is Sue Smith and the Potion Kings with Madam on a Train from Sue's wonderful new album. Tonight we sail. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm John Hall.
Head right. 
this town. 